Welcome to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. This is brought to you by Be Simply. segment of soul silence and sound this is Suzanne Toro and this segment is brought to you by be simply and today as we dive into a little Dharma talk Suzanne style and then into silence and sound I really welcome you to lean into your quantum field and today we're gonna contemplate and explore that quantum field and the grand awakening which is well underway for all beings here on planet earth now as we lean into this moment i wanted to share with each and every one of you that this is a very profound moment to really dive in and truly understand how and where you're at in this moment so What's happening in the collective consciousness is that as everyone continues to awaken, much of what was uh, much to the chagrin of certain forces here in the universe was the result of the brouhaha we've been under. And so it's important because it's going to continue to happen. It's Pandora's box is open. And so you can't unsee what you've seen for those that have been going through their own awakening process. And then also for those that will continue to awaken with the rest of humanity, it'll be important to kind of have some bumpers up so you understand where you're at and so you can hold your psyche and your soul in a place that does not cause you to go off the rails, if you will. This can be overwhelming. And the reason that we didn't all uh, come to this threshold at the same time is because it could call cause collective um, consciousness to go through a kind of a spiritual um, psychosis, if you will, for lack of better syntax. So in this moment, as we go continue to go through this awakening, we start to realize a history that we didn't even know about. It's there. So I always say that we don't, no offense, Google, but we don't need you. Um, It's all there. Everything that you think, speak, and do leaves an imprint. And it's an electromagnetic field, which I'm sure big tech has figured out many which ways. However, in a code of ethics, a cosmic code of ethics, it's inappropriate to look that each self is like Buzz Lightyear and you are on your infinite path. And for those that you have karma with and intersect and resolve and transform and liberate, those are the only people that really have business with those karmic roads. Anyone else, an outside observer has no business looking without permission. And I say, when you give someone permission to work with you on a psycho-spiritual level, that is a very sacred contract and it's utilized in a way for the person that is being helped and guided so that 
they can evolve and transform and see things that maybe they're not aware of. It's not meant to snoop, spy, steal, all kinds of things. And that creates an effect. So everyone that's been participating in those patterns will have to pay a cosmic debt back. And those who have been doing their best to be a good human being or a being in the universe will have many uh, deposits coming to them. They're already deposited, but you will feel those in the near future and in future lives. So the reason for you to feel into your quantum field right now is that as we went into this brouhaha, there was a, a lot of force, if you can equate it to thinking about a relationship you might have and someone's trying to really force you to buy into their worldview, or they might have a lot of restrictions and guidelines and feeling that if it's my way or the highway, these are all old paradigms that are shifting very rapidly. And it's confusing for many because the building blocks of what most of humanity that is in body right now is based on a fabrication. So this fabrication leads us to a point of starting to understand what is, and it can be very confusing. And for those that are much further down the road and they're awakening, they can tell you, and they might be a good person to have a cup of coffee with to help bring you up to speed. But they can tell you that there have been some moments where it's heartbreaking, it's confusing, it's disorienting. However, the good news is that this has been going in waves. And so today, as we connect with our soul, uh, the really beautiful thing in a spiritual practice is a willingness, an open mind to conti continue to examine things from all sides. And so when I thought, well, it's a good time to talk about this because what's happening on the subconscious level is these openings are coming up and it'll be confusing because you might see things that you don't understand because you don't have any reference and you've never been taught about them. And those could be overwhelming or scary, or they might be a soul's remembrance. So if in this present moment, you can really check in, like, where am I at? What do I feel I know? And what do I believe? These are two very different things. Our society has been built on beliefs. If you take a simple one like Santa Claus, even though there was a Saint Nick, that that belief was taught to children. So they would believe in the spirit of something. So very much right now is we're getting to decipher between what is and a knowing and a belief. And the beliefs will change based on what you know. And it can become bittersweet, just like the child when they realize that their parents have been St. Nick. And that there isn't actually a Satan Nick that has been visiting them and that their parents have been purchasing the presents and putting them out like Santa. It's kind of like that. And so one has a choice to accept that their parents have been Saint Nick or they can continue to go on and believe that Santa really delivered those presents. Does that make sense? So this is where we're at. And so one by one, 
each one of us are getting different bits of information based on your eternal soul and what is. And most of what we thought in all realms has been manipulated that it might take some time and space to really settle all that and trust will be lost. So these people coming forward, attempting to tell you a truth, especially in certain organizations, it's going to be very difficult to quote unquote, believe them and to really know anything unless you get to interface with it. And so that's where we're at right now. You know, we have all this interface with these black boxes, technology, yet uh, more than not, what will happen is people are going to shift back to needing to have tactile experience to understand what is in this present moment. You can look in a black box all you want and see something, but it's probably going to be best saved for the big theaters as entertainment, not mind control, just entertainment. And one by one, we will start to be able to explore the what is and digest that. And in the meantime, the things that you need to hold on to to keep yourself uh, well in your mental state of being and uh, well in your spiritual state of being is I encourage you to meet what you think you believe and then what you know and kind of prepare it in a place where you can really make sense of where you want to move forward with that. And a simple way would be to, to choose the pearls, the beautiful aspects of what you have um, leaned into with your heart and your soul. And those things will come up and have new reveals. Layers will reemerge. This is something I've really uh, learned in observing certain things out at Hopi. There's a deep trust with certain tribal leaders that things will reemerge. And if even if you look in Tibetan traditions, they have what's called a terma that would be left and then it would reemerge. And so right now, as we go through this next wave of awakening, I encourage you to really just feel in and observe what you know, have conversations with people you don't think you'll agree with just to see how open-minded you are and to understand if you can feel into the difference between belief, opinion, and knowing. And a knowing is that you've had a firsthand tactile experience or a spiritual experience that's been confirmed in a tactile experience, meaning that these cross over and cooperate so that you can build upon them. And then from there, once you've kind of gotten in your groove to understand, gosh, I'm pretty open-minded about this, but not that. And gosh, am I ready to have more filters blown out on this, that, and the other? And take it bit by bit, and you'll naturally be called to certain areas. Also understand if there's been people that you've pushed away during these past few years, during the brouhaha, this is a reuniting time. This is an opportunity to make peace and re-engage with one another and to be curious, especially if you push certain people away based on 
maybe your lack of understanding of a subject matter or an unwillingness to look and examine because it was scary. Everyone in this past three years has on some level acted out of fear. And I would say those that have been more courageous to look and examine are a little bit more sure-footed in knowing where they stand because they had to make some pretty big choices during these past three years in the brouhaha. So they're a great place. These individuals are a great place to have a conversation. Best to do it outside of technology. Technology at this point is a hindrance and is only trying to regurgitate the manipulations that have been out there. And please note, and I always tell people this, those that are allowed to speak on a large scale are part of the problem. (laughs) They may not think so. Sorry, guys and gals. But if they've been given permission to speak on such a large scale, they're part of the problem because there's something they're presenting that goes with this overarching manipulation and lie and division tactic. So if we divide and conquer the population, it'll be harder for them to move forward. But the awakenings beyond stopping the floodgates are open and we're, we're moving forward. So the reason I say off attack is it just becomes antiquated. It's not face to face. We're, energetic beings that enjoy being in front of each other face to face having a conversation it's fine you can utilize it i utilize it for this and many other things but keep it in perspective and at this point if you're not aware anything you're finding on there isn't going to be as solid unless you go to like the way down in the search engine to find uh, potentially some information that's grounded in um many things. I'll leave it at that. So as you, you know, become more aware of where you are in your, your own individual awakening process, and this is individual and unique to you. Then from there, we're going to welcome you to dive into your quantum field because something interesting happened during this past three years is that a gap was created similar to what happens in meditation where it co-opted space from each and every one of us. And so really time doesn't exist. So you don't need to get so hung up on it. It's a little like a fever dream the way I look at it, but it's really important because your quantum field is still moving forward. Now the hard part is for many of us, myself included, there was a lot of crazy make that happened during this brouhaha Uh, loss, uh, confusion, division, separation, all these different kinds of things, crashing of people's businesses, all these things that impact by forcing humanity to go into this gap place. Now, the beautiful thing, like I said, is there's always a silver lining to nefarious, potentially nefarious uh, (laughs) objectives, is that the counterbalance is and the beauty is the awakening and that's what's occurred so if i were you those that like to act out austin powers movies i would encourage you guys just to take a rest go on a vacation take a rest put your script down and relax because humanity's got this we're going to keep moving forward and 
So as you start to feel into that, it's really important for you also, the ones that have gone through an awakening, to put down pointing the fingers at who you think are, quote unquote, the bad guys. This next era is about moving beyond duality. So you want to really lean into your quantum field, feel into where you're to create where to place your energy. And also when I say beyond duality, that means that there isn't a grasping for suffering the way we have known it. And this will be a process. I'm not promising it's going to be tomorrow or the next day. It may be like you go liquid and we wake up and there we are all, you know, uh, working in our mastery. However, it all shakes down. It's just important right now that you feel into your quantum field, feel into your soul and feel into where you're to place your attention. The attachment to doom, gloom, and all the things that are wrong with the world is only degrading your energetic field. Redirect it to what your destiny is and what your quantum field is so that you can create for the futures to come and be patient with the process. Like I said, it may not happen instantly like you wish. So we have to all put the effort into building the building. We can't just think that it's going to arrive like many have been told. All right. So you got the 411. Keep awakening. Evaluate where you're at. Talk to people that you don't agree with, with an open heart and a kind heart. And then from there, just prepare yourself for the areas that you're most resistant to is where your mind will get blown most. So I encourage you to start examining and studying and asking questions in that arena so you keep your mental state of being uh, solid so it doesn't freak out. And then from there, uh, I want you to feel in your quantum field. Activate your imagination. Feel into that aspect of yourself to see what you're ready to build. So with that being said, I welcome you to come up into an upright seated position. And taking a nice deep breath in. And exhale out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Good. Another one. Inhale. And exhale. Just simply follow your breath. You get distracted, bring it back to observing the breath and a soft gaze down in front of you will help you retain your focus.
gently from there, I welcome you to gently lean back and recline or move fully into Shavasana, a prone position on your back with your palms facing upward as we transition into receiving sound. As you settle in, just take a nice gentle breath into the heart. and out again inhale and exhale one more inhale and exhale And then continue to follow your natural breathing pattern.
Hmm.
Yeah.
Taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your heart center. Gently breathing in. And out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale, and exhale, and then gently from there, following your natural breathing pattern, 
And then gently bringing your awareness back to my voice. And feel free to stay in Shavasana or gently come up into an upright seated position. And I encourage you to stay here a little bit longer and just be present with where your attention is inclined to be at this moment, internally and externally. And then I encourage each and every one of you to feel into where you're ready to awaken further and feel into that which you are destined to nourish, master, and build upon within your quantum field. As that continues to arrive, that is really the best place for you to put your attention. And as you continue to feed that energy, you will be pleasantly surprised as it continues to build and guide you. And remember, it's the attachment and grasping that has led us to here. And this is a moment where you can really re-engage with your free will and your sovereign essence that's eternal and is destined to be of service to all that is and all that is not. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.